Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Rothko Chapel. Uh, my name is Kelly Johnson. I'm the volunteer and program coordinator here. Um, we'd like to welcome you to today's laughter meditation uh, with Mr. Stephen Finley. Um, and uh, the laughter meditation is a part of our series, 12 Moments, Experiencing Spirituality and Faith Traditions, um, which features a different contemplative practice at the chapel every first Wednesday of the month at noon. Um, so if you like this series, please keep on coming back. Uh, every month we'll have something new for you. Um, and the series is offered in partnership with the Young Center of Houston, the Lingmincha Texas Institute, and the MD Anderson Cancer Center. Uh, today's program is also part of our uh, summer series of family-friendly programming. Um, so we encourage you to come back out. We have a concert tomorrow night outside on the plaza uh, with Boomtown Brass Band. Um, then later in the month, we have another jazz bluegrass uh, concert uh, on the 20th. Um, and we also will have for our next meditation in um, August on the 2nd, we'll have mindfulness for uh, parents and children uh, with Ann Friedman. Um, so please uh, come on out. And uh, we do have postcards at the front, um, at the front desk. So please grab one. It has our calendar on there. Um, so a few uh, points of housekeeping before we start. We'd like to remind you to please silence all your cell phones. Um, we will be uh, um, photographing and audio recording today's session and make that available to you online afterwards for you to listen again and share with family and friends. Um, so uh, now I'd like to introduce you to our meditation leader today. Uh, Stephen Finley served as the, uh, serves as the primary chaplain for leukemia and pediatric services at UTMD Anderson Cancer Center here in Houston. Uh, he was also instrumental in developing uh, the Laughter for Health program for outpatients and caregivers at the Integrative Medical Center there at uh, UT uh, MD Anderson. Uh, he is a certified laughter yoga teacher through La Laughter Yoga International. And more recently, he's been named as an ambassador of laughter for spreading joy and laughter uh, around the city. Um, he also holds a Master's of Divinity from Pepperdine University and a Bachelor's Degree in Ministry from Abilene Christian University. And finally, he is also an ordained minister through the non-denominational non Agape Christian Center. So without further ado, enjoy. Welcome. <laughs> Gee, that's nice, stand up and get applauded, wow. So uh, it's very nice to be here. I was here maybe four or five years ago at the Rothko to do a laughter meditation. And it looks like the same kind of capacity. A lot of people came, I think out of curiosity, uh, laughter meditation, you know, what's, what's that? And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then, of course, the other question is, well, you know, what is, la what is laughter yoga? So uh, I'm going to briefly uh, talk about that and then talk about laughter meditation, and then we're going to have a laughter meditation, okay? So laughter yoga began in 1995 in the country of India, in the city of Mumbai. It was created by a, a medical physician, uh, a doctor by the name of Madan Kataria. Dr. Kataria was looking for a way to use laughter for stress relief. So he gathered uh, four people along with himself, and they made a commitment that every morning they would join together to laugh before they started their official duties for the day. So being in India, they did this every morning in a park outdoors. You wouldn't want to do that in Houston, given the humidity. 
but they could do that there in India. So basically, everyone would gather, and this is what they would do. One by one, each person would tell their best joke or a funny story, and then they would laugh. And they said, wow, this is a good way to start our morning. Even before I start my job or my chores or my responsibilities, I've been with, with friends and I've been laughing. And they only did this for 30 minutes. And within a few weeks, it had grown from five to 50 people. So something was happening. This was kind of, you know, it was catching on. It was catching on. So the story goes, one day they gathered and lo and behold, they had run out of jokes. As Dr. Katara tells the story, they had, run, they had run out of good jokes. So now they were offering up these pitiful jokes. Jokes that like, like if you were a comedian, you know, Jay Leno, comedians have, a, they have writers, they have a lot of jokes. And they have the A file, and then they have the wastebasket. So this would, be like going, this would be like Jay Leno out of material and going to the wastebasket and pulling out these half-baked, half-treaded half jokes. So afterwards, some of the ladies in the group came and said, Dr. Kataria, we love laughing, we love this laughter group, but we can't laugh at these jokes now because these jokes are pitiful jokes. These jokes are bad jokes. Some of them are sexist or they're racist. They're just in poor taste. We'd rather close down the laughter group if we have to continue using these bad jokes. And he told them, he said, give me 24 hours. Let me, I will, I will come up with something else. He was, I think he didn't say this, but I think he was desperate because in, in those weeks of seeing all those people gathering from 5 to 50, he realized he had found something that was very meaningful for this group, and he didn't want to let this go. So the next day, he gathers some of his material he's reading. Anyone ever heard of Norman Cousins? He wrote a book called Anatomy of an Illness. Norman Cousins was dealing with pain, and he found that watching 30 minutes of, of uh, The Three Stooges and uh, the Marx Brothers and laughing that he actually could sleep without pain. I mean, he was using laughter for pain management. <laughs> okay. So he was reading a lot of these materials that people have written about the, 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 the connection between laughter and the body and healing. And he read a line that said that the human body cannot tell the difference between a fake laugh and a real laugh. And that became his aha moment. So he goes that morning and says, okay, everyone, we're going to laugh today. No jokes, no comedy, no humor, even if you just do a fake laugh because the body can't tell the difference between a fake laugh and a real laugh. <laughs> they started doing fake laughter. <laughs> they just started doing fake laughter but because they were in a social environment the laughter that had started out very much you know fake laughter 
the laughter began to shift and move and became spontaneous. From some people, they went from fake to gut-busting, snot running out of my nose, <laughs> laughter. And when he saw that they could do this without, the, without having to have a joke to, to tell and to process, that's when he began to, he and his wife, Mahudra, began to create what they call now laughter yoga. So, dictionary definition of laughter yoga. Laughter yoga is a unique concept that says a person can laugh for no reason, even if it's fake, yet if it's done with childlike playfulness, especially within a group of people, the laughter will change and become real laughter, interspersed with yogic breathing, deep breathing, and simple stretching exercises, the body has a aerobo, like an aerobic workout, and you have a sense of well-being and stress release. So that's sort of a basic definition of laughter yoga. Simulated laughter exercises interspersed with yogic breathing, taking your breath through the nose, filling up the diaphragm, and having a full belly laugh or a full exhalation. So now laughter yoga has become, it's actually a world movement for promoting wellness and world peace. May the 5th is called World Day of Laughter. Laughter yogis gather and laugh all over the world on that day. And also, there are now laughter groups in hospitals, nursing homes, yoga studios, places of worship. There's one that meets, his name is Jeffrey Breyer. His group meets on the, uh, at the beach uh, in, in California, right across, right from the Pacific Ocean. They laugh in, outside on the sand. Um, there are laughter people who do professional work. They go to corporate America and do laughter sessions with employees for stress relief. Uh, there's actually a laughter yoga program in school systems, and there's laughter yoga in prisons. Can you imagine being in prison? <laughs> and laughing. And they find that a good laughter yoga session, which only takes about 30 minutes, what happens is, number one, if your laughter is unconditional, what does that mean? <laughs> Why are you laughing, Stephen? No reason. <laughs> I'm laughing to be laughing. Number two, if your laughter is hearty, what does that mean? That means that you're bringing your breath, filling it up, Everyone take a deep breath with me. Fill up your diaphragm and go. <laughs> that's, that's a hearty laugh. If your laughter is unconditional, if your laughter is hearty, and if your laughter is extended, about 15 to 20 minutes of a unconditional, hearty laughing, your brain will begin to secrete endorphins, which is a form of morphine. And you will have, I've done laughter sessions with people and uh, 24 to 48 hours later, you are still feeling a sense of bliss 
and joy and relaxation from that one session. A few weeks ago, I did a laughter session uh, at a place called My Trendy Place, which sells uh, hair, hair pieces for women, who a lot of women, you know, are cancer. And we did this in the back of the salon. I had 15, 14 women and one guy. We were all, they were all laying on the floor in the back of a salon, and they were laughing. <laughs> and one of the ladies afterwards said, she worked next door, as a hairdresser, and she said, I've been on my feet since 7 a.m. this morning, and I'm I was tired. She said, but after this session, I have so much energy now, I can't wait to go back and finish my day. So we live in a very stressful world. We live in a world that causes us to sometimes get real tense, to get really out of balance. Laughter is a, a holistic way to ground yourself, to center yourself. We're going to do now a laughter meditation. And when we do the laughter meditation, what we're going to be doing is we will close our eyes and I will lead you through some simple breathing exercises and then I will gently prod you to laugh. Okay? It can just, you can just do a giggle. Can I hear a giggle? It can be a big golf or just a ha-ha-ha, but just let it out, and then we'll see let it, where it goes. Now, I must let you know, during a laughter meditation, sometimes people will, they get into it, they get into it, and what happens is they start to really get into what I call the laughter zone, and sometimes people will be laughing, and then all of a sudden, something else will come up, like pain or uh, anguish, or hurt, okay? There's a very thin line in the psyche between that part of us that laughs and that part of us that cries. Laughter is cathartic. So, is, so are tears. So it, in the midst of this, if you feel something come up and it feels more like you want to start crying, please know that that doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It's just that sometimes you get into the laughter zone and some some unprocessed feelings or things you've been holding on to they, they're just starting to get broken up and it's starting to come out okay when we do a laughter meditation we always want people to know that it's a safe place to laugh or to cry okay everyone take a deep breath through your nose with me hold it let it out <laughs> take a deep breath Hold it. <laughs> this time we're going to do it, but then I want you to turn and look at your neighbor. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Let it out. <laughs> okay, now we're, 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 we're going to, we're going to uh, segue into the laughter meditation. And to do that, what I'm going to do is, this is also communal. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to ask the people in the odd rows, row one, three, and five, if you would turn around and face the people behind you. If you're on the sides, you, can, you don't have to move greatly, but the idea is to have some contact with those around you. Uh, 
even if you're just side to side or face to face. I did this I did this 5 years ago. I did this 5 years ago and a lady came up to me afterwards. Now, Rodney Dangerfield would say, that's no lady, that's my wife, right? But a lady came up to me afterwards. She said, this has changed my life. She said, I want to learn how to do this. I was like, really? She said, yeah. Something else happened. I'll share this briefly. I did the session, and then I got a phone call a few days later. And I'm going to tell you the rest of the story afterwards. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to set you up. Okay, we're going, to, we're going to close our eyes. Center yourself. You'll be breathing through your nose and through your mouth. I'm going to lead you through a laughter meditation. And then at some point, I'll bring you down. And then I will lead you through a guided imagery. Okay? Take a deep breath. Release, release through the mouth, in through the nose, deep breath, release, deep breath, release, deep breath, release. Now let your laughter out very gentle, very easy, and we'll see where it goes.
Everyone, take a deep breath. Release. 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 Imagine yourselves now in a beautiful, beautiful landscape. Trees, hills, beautiful, beautiful, lush environment. The green grass under you, blue sky, white clouds. You're resting under a tree, a large oak tree in the shade. Your body is full of light and love and laughter. From the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you feel love, joy, laughter running through your body. All is well. 
all is good. You don't remember the last time you felt this centered, this much at peace. You hear in the distance a, wa a waterfall. There are flowers, lilies, a field of flowers. You hear the voice of children laughing. You think of all your family, all your friends, and you realize how connected you are to them. In this place, you begin sensing how connected you are to everything. The trees, the grass, you hear the chirping of birds, you hear the frogs croak. Everything is alive and you are connected to it. You're also in this place able to send out your love. Imagine that you are pulsating being of light, pulsating out a radiant light from your being. You yourself are healthy. You are wealthy. You are whole. Any grief or loss just falls off of you. And as you send out this light, pulsating light, you're sending out love, joy, and laughter to all those around you. Think of someone who you know, who maybe is at a distance from you, and send them now love, laughter, and joy. Pulsating everywhere. All around you. Take a deep breath. Release. Take a deep breath. Release. Take a deep breath. Release. With each breath, continue breathing. With each breath, release. Your energy is now expanding out all over the world. It's going out of Texas. It's going everywhere now. It's touching the East Coast, the West Coast. It's touching South America, Canada. It's now crossing the oceans, the Atlantic and the Pacific. It's touching Europe and Asia and Africa, the Antarctic, the globe. Light, love, and healing. I like to call this place you're at the garden of one's soul.
This is a place that you can always go to because it's always there. It's within you. It's a good place to go back to to remember who you truly are. Take a deep breath. Release. Take a deep breath. Release. Take a deep breath. Release. We're going to do one more laughter. Let it out very gentle, very easy, and we'll see where it goes. Ha ha ha. Ha 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 ha! 
Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Take a deep breath, release, eyes are closed, deep breath, release, take a deep breath, release, take a deep breath, release, take a deep breath, release, back to the garden. Now, I gave you a description of the garden, but guess what? You can, you can make it look any way you want it to look. Mine tends to be more of a, like in the woods, I say garden, but my image is more of a, in the woods, in a forest. Think of this as your power space, your power spot. You're in control of this environment. In this environment, you don't have sickness. In this environment, you don't have weakness. In this environment, you don't have fear. In this environment, you don't have despair. You don't have any disease. In this environment, you always remember who you are. And why you are. And you realize your capacity to love, to be grateful, to smile, to even approach a stranger and say hello. Light and love and joy, and health, and strength. Take a deep breath. Release. Take a deep breath. Release. Take a deep breath. Release. I'm going to bring you back now, back to this place, back to Houston, Back to the Rothko Chapel. Take your arms and put them across like you're giving yourself a hug. Pat yourself. Move a little side to side. Stomp your feet. Open your eyes. You're back. Okay.
Okay. Now, I'm going to ask you, these groups I've created, if you're on the sides, make sure you can slide up to someone to talk. What I want you to do now is I want you to share. I want you to talk to each other and tell, tell each other how you're feeling today and what did you experience. And if you want to, you can laugh. <laughs> and begin. Okay, everyone. Ha ha ha. If you would now return to the look to the front, turn around to the front. So, uh, one of the um, uh, Rothko uh, staff told me that it was very different hearing so much laughter because they try to normally, normally, you know, this is a very, this is a place of quiet. But you said it was really kind of, and I, and I told her, I said, well, I said, yeah, you know, when people begin laughing like that, you, you enter in, you actually enter into what I call a laughter zone. It's like you're just sitting there laughing with a bunch of strangers, no jokes, there's no stand-up comic. You know, people always ask me, are you going to make me laugh? And I tell them, I said, well, actually, you, you know, you're going to laugh on your own. I, I'm, I may help you, but you actually, you're the, you're the laugh. You're, it's, it's coming, it's through y'all. So, um, only, only, give, given time, can only take a few comments before I move further, but I just wanted to hear from some of you, what did you learn or what did you observe today? Can I have a few volunteers to speak right here? Oh, cool. That laughter is infectious. Um, you? No, you. Me. <laughs> I was done laughing, and then you were laughing. Oh, well, I was done, and you were laughing. <laughs> so I was laughing. We were laughing with each other. Oh, very so, good. Infectious. And, okay, infectious. Anyone else right here? I felt a tingling all over my body, this sensation that my whole body was involved in something. I don't, I've never, I don't know if it was the extra breathing or what it was, but my whole but tingling felt funny, a tingling. Oh, back there. I felt very connected to everyone. It was quite surprising that I was individually sitting here, but all the laughter, I felt like we were all kind of united together, so it was pretty cool. That's, that's the zone, right here. Um... Is it good to do laughter when uh, right after in the morning? Oh yes, that's a great question. 
it's good to start your day with laughter in the morning. When I get in the shower, I go, <laughs> get, get out of the shower, get the towel, go, anyone, no, really, anyone, anyone, anyone else, anyone, oh, right here. Wanting to cry, I thought I was going to fall asleep if you didn't stop soon. You mean the meditation, the quiet breathing? Well, the whole thing. I just completely relaxed and was ready to go right to sleep. Oh, good. Very good. I can say I came here with terrible pains with my shoulders, with arthritis and my hands. I can tell you now, I can even move my fingers. Oh, wow. Very good. Another question. <clears throat> you didn't tell us, you didn't give us any uh, breathing techniques. Do you assume that everybody already does the yoga breathing? Good question. Well, good question. There, there, are, there are a number of different breathing techniques. For this, I kept it simple by telling people just to breathe down to their diaphragm and let go. It was just pretty basic. But there, there are other breathing techniques. She suffers from, this is my daughter-in-law. She suffers from severe pain <clears throat> constantly. I encourage her to do the yoga breathing. I don't feel competent to instruct her. So I always felt she would do better if she could do the yoga breathing. But, and apparently it, it, it helped. Back here again. Um, what are the techniques of laughter meditation? Okay, so uh, the, the technique is you close your eyes, you take a deep breath, and you laugh. <laughs> Anyone over here? This is, this is the crowd over Anybody, anything over here? Everybody's just, oh, right here, I got one, we got one. We have time for maybe two more comments. Have you ever experienced, because of the laughter zone, after a while, everyone, um, I felt that um, the laughter went, um, started to go into waves. Do you feel that because we're, we start connecting and everyone starts laughing at the same time and going, you know, into breathing and then laughing mm -hmm. at the same time after a while? Yes. That's uh, amazing. Yeah. It's, you know, think about it. This, it's also, it's a form of, you know, think about it. Everything is vibration, right? So laughter is also a form of energy, okay? You get a group of people together, and we're in this, this is a great space to do this in because the sound's not going to go too far, but the energy begins to vibrate, and all of a sudden now, you, 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 like I said, the zone, you use the phrase wave, you, you, you begin to feel it almost down to your cells that this wave or energy is, going, is, is really going, going through you. And it's like, you know, I can tell people what laughter yoga is. I can explain it to them. But, till, but until you do it, you go, oh, my goodness, I'm laughing for no reason. And my stomach's hurting. I saw some people holding their stomachs. And one guy was starting to cry. And it's just, think about it. Children laugh three to 500 times a day. And they don't, re they laugh for no reason. But we adults, we get, 
we, we get acclimated to the world and life, and now you have a mortgage, and you have a business, and you have a bill, and you, you're, def- you're, you're dignified now, and you've got, you know, you're in a bad marriage, and you're whatever, and when you do laugh, when you do laugh, it's, it, it, it is fake. <laughs> it's fake. But, when you, but watch children. When children are laughing, they don't laugh fake. They're not laughing intellectually. They laugh with their being. When a child is laughing, their belly button is laughing. Their little pinky is laughing. You know, their elbow is laughing with them. So Dr. Kataria says that laughter yoga, ultimately, beyond just laughter, it's about cultivating your childlike playfulness. And as we get older, there's a difference between being childlike and childish. You can be older and be childish, or you could be older, much older, and be childlike. But it's that ability to be present in the moment, spontaneous, open, curious, engaged with those around you. If you have that kind of attitude, you're going to have better emotional intelligence, better emotional elasticity. You're going to create your own energy around you. That meditation I was taking you to where I said, remember, I said, that place you went to, whatever it looked like, I said, that's your power spot. Go there frequently. Remember who you are. And then bring that back when you, when you open your eyes. Because it's real. Okay. We have time for one more. You have something? Oh, where's that microphone? Right here. Right here. You made me laugh at, with my pain instead of at my pain. And I appreciate that. You have to work at it to work with it. And sometimes you don't feel like working so hard. Yes, ma'am. But in the last hour, you helped me to laugh with it. All right. Instead of at it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw, oh, one more time. I got, I'll come back to you. I saw someone in the middle here. Was it you? I'm sorry. Here you go, sir. I was just going to make a comment that uh, with the laughter, it freed me to be in touch with emotions. And then with the emotion that came up was more sadness than the laughter. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you. And remember, we, before we started, I told you that many times you'll find yourself doing a laughter meditation and then something else will come up that's maybe sadness. And that that's actually, actually that's a very healthy thing because there's, maybe there's something there that you needed to kind of grieve or let go of. But the beauty of it is, you know, you go to a therapist, and, I'm, and believe me, I'm a chaplain. I do a lot of counseling and talking. That's a form of therapy. But with laughter yoga, example, a lady came to my class at the hospital, did the session. Afterwards, I said, how do you feel? And she said, well, all I can tell you is my father is here in the hospital with cancer. I just flew in from Colorado. When I walked in here, I had a mountain. I felt like I had a mountain on top of me. And she said, now that I've done the laughter session, the mountain is gone. We didn't talk. We didn't, you know, there was no dialogue. We didn't talk about, tell me more about this problem. It was nothing like that. Whatever was kind of heavy on her, was released one more, t- one more, one last time, one last uh, comment b- before you. 
uh, one time a lady came to my group and we laughed. Afterwards, she said to me, you know, my husband died a year ago of cancer. I have not laughed since he died. And then she said, I didn't know if I could laugh. She just spent 30 minutes in a laughter session laughing her head off. And I told her, I said, well, you still got it. Okay. Uh, last, last comment. I'm 95 years old. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> so frequently I will go through the checkout line at the grocery or the post office or anything, and the fellow on the other side of the window will face will just be so tense and, you know, so not welcoming at all. And I'll say something silly or just uh, ask her her name or this, that, or the other. And you'd be surprised how the continent changes, mm -hmm. the whole environment changes, just by, you know, uh, identifying her right. and saying a word. Right. Thank you. Give her a round of applause. Okay, we're, we're going to close in just a moment with what we call affirmations. But before we do that, I am going to finish that story. So five years ago, they invited me here. I did the session. So later that day, I get a phone call from a young lady that had come. And she said to me, okay, let's, let's just go back for a moment. Dur during, the, during the meditation that I led you through, the visual meditation, Five years ago when I did that, while I was doing the meditation, the image of a, of a, of a uh, butterfly, uh, I'm sorry, the image of a hummingbird popped into my brain. And so I, so I, so I inserted that into the imagery. Remember when I told y'all that there were flowers nearby? When I was here five years ago, while I did that, a hummingbird popped in my brain. I went, you see a hummingbird. And he's going, you know, back and forth and forth. He's like, okay. So, okay, move back forward. Five years ago now, afterwards, I get a phone call. The young lady says, I was there today at your meditation, and you mentioned a hummingbird. She said, well, my grandfather recently died, and he had a very strong connection to hummingbirds. And we're having this get-together this weekend at my family's home, and I was telling them about you, and I was wondering if you would come to our house and do a laughter session, right? So I'm in my car driving, and I work at a cancer hospital, so I'm in a very intense environment, and so I'm very protective about my time off, right? So I'm in the car, and I'm going, oh, um, yeah, that's, oh, that's, well, I've never been asked to do that. I've never been asked to come up to anyone, anyone, anyone's house, so I'm like, uh, uh, let me think about that. You know, I'm like, you, know, you see my face? My face says no, right? <laughs> let, me, let me think about that. I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. A few days later, this young lady's mother calls me. The mother. Uh, uh, yeah, the mother calls me. And she says, not the, not the grandparent, but the mother of the, the great, I'm, I'm kind of confused. Anyway, so the mother calls me. And she says to me, my daughter was telling me about you and we were wondering we were going to have, it's just going to be family, we're going to have a barbecue and would you come over and da da da. And I'm still like, I'm still like, you know, I don't know. So then she says to me, not only that, but a few years ago, we lost our son 
he died. He was in Austin. It was a shooting. He was in the wrong place at the wrong time, and he died, okay? All of a sudden, now, the chaplain in me went, oh, I'd, I'd be happy to come. That, she had me then. Uh, you know, she had me. She had, I'm like, oh, I'd be happy to come. I get to the house, and the family's there. We're in the backyard, and I did a laughter session with them, which we've just done a laughter meditation. So I had them up and moving, doing all these laughter exercises. So I sat them down, and I did the meditation. So I'm doing the meditation, and I take them into the visual meditation. And while I'm doing the meditation, one of the family members opens her eyes and says, look, a hummingbird. They had a garden, okay? But I don't look because I'm holding space for them. So it's over. When it's all over, the family, one of the family members says, we have never, ever seen a hummingbird in this garden. So they were thinking, you know, that, that's granddad, that's grandpa. And... Um, I just thought I'd share that with you. <laughs> okay, so this is how we do affirmations. Take your hand, uh, 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 palm up, palm up. I'm going to say in affirmations, number one, affirmations have to be positive and they have to be true. Once I make the affirmation, make a fist, make a fist, and go, yes. Okay, practice that. I want you to hit somebody. Yes. Okay, all right. You ready? My laughter's up. Yes. <laughs> My smiles are up. Yes. <laughs> I feel good. Yes. I got my laugh on today. Yes. My stomach hurts too. Yes. But it's a good hurt. Yes. Ain't nobody stopped me from laughing. Yes. I can laugh for no reason. Yes. I don't need Seinfeld to laugh. Yes. I mean, I like Seinfeld, you know, yes, but I don't need him to laugh. Yes, laughter is a cheap form of energy. Yes, I can laugh with my neighbor. Yes, I can laugh with my uh, mailman. Yes, or my male person. Yes, I can laugh with the stranger. Yes, I can laugh with my pain. Yes, I can laugh with my arthritis. Yes. I can laugh for no reason. Yes. I can laugh at my paycheck. Yes. I can laugh at my bills. Yes. I can laugh at a strange with stranger. Yes. <laughs> and I'll keep on laughing. Yes. Every day. Yes. Even when it's fake. Yes. Because then it turns real. Yes. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. I believe they have some handouts for you that tells you more how to get in touch with me. Uh, Laughter Yoga, Dr. Katario's website, if you want to do some more research, www.laughteryoga.org. There's a lot of information there between uh, arthritis and pain relief and depression and how Laughter Yoga can be helpful to you. Thanks for, uh, thanks for coming today.